Hello, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. And it is. And you know what's the most wonderful thing about it? Okay. Is we didn't have to come up with things that we like for this episode of Wonderful. <laughs> we could stop liking things. We could stop liking for things one day. for a single week. Oh, <laughs> to just luxuriate in the things we already know we like. <laughs> oh, the comfort of it. Because this week uh, we are doing an Oops All Listener Submissions episode. Yeah. Which, if you're a new listener to the show, by which I mean you've listened in only for the last maybe year and a half... We used to do uh, listener submissions. We used to talk about what the people at home were talking about, what they liked. But then um, we had eight kids. And so the, and yeah. we lost the email login for a considerable amount of time. <laughs> um, and we encouraged you to send some in last week. And guess what? You did. And so we're going to yeah. talk about them. We're gonna should talk we about... still have a small wonder, though? I feel like we it's only fair. We should. We should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take what is probably the most likely one and say uh, Tick, Tick, Boom coming out on Netflix yeah. uh, this Friday, I believe. A couple days after this episode comes out, Rachel and I had a <laughs> very exclusive <laughs> opportunity to uh, see the film early. And yeah. uh, it fucking rules. Yeah. It, if you are somebody that loves musicals, I mean, it isn't just like, oh, I love Jonathan Larson. It's like, if you love musicals. If you even kind of like musicals. Yeah. You if will you really maybe dated it. somebody at one point that was, was in a musical, yeah. like, you are going to watch this and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, what a, what a, what a tribute. And my man, Spider's Man, gets rave reviews from me. Andrew Garfield. The funniest name for <laughs> a person. Um, yeah, he's, he's he's exquisite. I don't know. Vanessa Hudgens, you know, she's always got like locking it down. Like she's always got it. But Andrew Garfield surprised me. I thought of a, I thought of a, a like a review. I oh, could yeah. Give. Let's hear it. This man may hate Mondays, but you know what he doesn't hate? Yeah. A good performance. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's really good, honey. Thank you. Yeah. I wonder if people ever tell him that his last name is like yeah, the, the cat. Probably. Everybody thinks it's so fucking funny. Yeah. All right. What's your small? I am going to say. Oh gosh, we've probably said this. This is embarrassing. The moving walkway. Yeah, I think we talked the, about it. It's, it's fun, folks. It's just fun. There's there's the satisfaction because when you are running late for a flight and you know this will give me one extra second. You right. Are so grateful for that. Well, and it also feels like you turn into Sonic the Hedgehog for a yeah. second. It's like turbo mode. Yeah. Look at look at these people not using the moving walkway. Why not go turbo mode? <laughs> uh, all right, you ready to kick it off? Yes. You have the list also, but uh, we can bounce back and forth. Okay. Uh, Jin says, my small wonder is the satisfaction after you do a home improvement project. My husband and I just bought a house and I've painted, spackled, removed carpet, changed electrical outlets, and so much more already. It's so satisfying to be able to fix something in your own home and actually get it right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I've done anything as ambitious as well i've painted i've never spackled remove carpet i'd be afraid to do because what's <laughs> there's mold under there i'm always if, if i'm changing a light bulb i'm like <laughs> on my guard for like is there mold or in just this? like a nest of insects will come out yeah yeah that might just be our little fun <laughs> surprise bag of a house that we live in um you put up a good shelf though i've hung many shelves that yeah. doesn't even i feel like screwing something into a wall doesn't necessarily count i did soundproof my old office at the house we used to live at like i got all that foam core oh, yeah. stuff and got it in like very neat squares and then you know pasted it all onto a big sheet of cardboard that i could just move around the room wherever i needed it i was very proud that's uh -huh. more of an invention <laughs> wouldn't you say uh-huh 
You have removed a bathroom faucet fixture. Yeah, that I couldn't replace. Yeah, it wasn't really fixing, but it, you know, there was household work involved. True, true. Oh, you at you've added shelves. Uh, I've not just <laughs> not just hung a shelf on the wall, but put a shelf in a closet area yeah. to make it more of a pantry. That's true. I did do that. Yeah, uh, I installed a bidet once. That's that's one I can really yeah. hang my hat on. It's no longer functional. But. <laughs> wow, we are not we are not really good at this, huh? No, I, yeah. I mean, neither of us is particularly a, a Tim the Tool Man, but uh, no. You know, we do our we do our best. Well, I think for for me, I just operate on a low level of fear every day. And house end, pro- of, end of thought. End of sense. And a house project, I feel like you have to enter with a fair amount of confidence. Right. Of a like, I watched a video, I can do this. Yeah. Uh and and I just think, yeah, but what is the video not showing you? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> we need to get handier. Why didn't we do? I don't know. Handy. handy I need. Class. You know what? Like a video doesn't work for me because I need somebody to be like. And these are my credentials. Yeah. And here are my references. And here's an example of some of the projects I've done. Okay. Now unscrew. And I'm like on board. I'm yeah. like, okay, I will unscrew. We have a a, a friend's dad whose name is Bruce. And you hear that name, you're like, this person knows this guy knows about yeah. building stuff. Mm-hmm. And like. I went to a friend's house and Bruce was there and he was like, let's go install a deck. And I was like, Are you, look at me. Yeah. Look at me. But then we did it. Like we built a deck. I know. And I was like, what the, how the fuck did I do that? It was yeah. the power of Bruce. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't know. It's a skill that I envy. Um, like, for example, those people that like buy, go out and buy a ceiling fan and they're like, I'm going to hang this ceiling fan. Electricity scares the crap out of me. Yeah. yeah. That's what, that's what it is. I guess you can just turn the electricity off to your home, but that seems like a big hassle. Yeah, but and then what if you turn it on again? Whoops, you you did a mistake. Wired it backwards. And now yeah. your kitchen's on fire. Yeah. Wow, that would be quite the quite the oopsie. <laughs> if you change a ceiling fan in one room and your kitchen catches on fire in a different mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Hey, do you want to read one now? Yeah. You got to have your phone at the ready. You got to be like quick draw McGraw over there. I'm sorry. Okay, this is from Mal. It says, my small wonder is harmonizing while singing. Sometimes when I come home after work, my partner will be singing in the kitchen while they do dishes. And getting to jump in and sing along with them makes my day better every time. Is this a message to me? It's the one thing that we're missing in our (laughs) marriage. Yeah. I don't know how I don't know how people do it. We've talked about harmony on the show before. I know. It's a subject I brought. I always just sing uh in like a, a different octave basically oh. like like if you are singing a note i will sing either the higher or lower version of that note and think i am harmonizing i mean it can aid a harmony yeah if there was another part that actually harmonized it can provide a you know depth to it we but need yeah, a third part we need our our sons to learn harmony and then we can deploy that method how cute do you that remember be? that would be very cute <laughs> Well, barbershop quartet. Do you remember pets. learning it? Like, do you remember Harmony? like it was in choir? Were they like, all right, today we're going to learn how to do this? Well, surprisingly, I don't think I really learned that in choir. It was through uh, musical theater, right? Yeah, because in musical theater, like most songs have harmony in them. And I'm trying to remember. There was a specific musical that we did that had. Oh, I think it was uh, Schoolhouse Rock Live. Uh, there were a lot of songs that required, like, surprisingly, like. Pretty uh, deep harmonies. And so I kind of had to 
I kind of had to learn how that works. And I feel like if you do something like that enough, you kind of learn how to try at least and harmonize with, you know, other people without having to read sheet music or anything like that. I was going to make you like sing a note and show you how good I can harmonize to it, but that seems like a recipe for disaster. But do you want it? You seem curious now. You seem excited about that. I am curious. Yeah. All right. Give me a a note. I'm going to fall on my face right now. That's good. Yeah. Do you want me to keep going? You looked at me Well, we can only do two parts. I I was a little pitchy is all it was. (laughs) You want me to do a different one? Yeah. Let's do a do Go lower and I'll see. Maybe we'll do a minor key. That's sort of discordant. You are so cocky. Look at you. You're struggling a little bit. It is. It's hard. Here, one more. (laughs) I'll try and do a seventh. There's only so so many notes that I know. Yeah. Which note was that, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to read the next one. I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. Kathleen says, the salt brine lines from pre-treated roads in the winter, especially before that first real snow of the season. I find it so clever in general that we can pre-treat roads even days in advance to make them safer, but also seeing those lines as you're out running those last-minute milk and bread type errands before a winter storm adds to the whole community buzz and anticipation. That is not a thing that they do here in Austin. I'm not familiar, I think. with Really? In Chicago? In Chicago, baby. I always thought that the lines were from car tires. Well, uh, it, you seem, first of all, you seem really upset about this. <laughs> well, okay. So here's how I thought it worked. Yeah. I didn't think there was any kind of pre-treating. I yeah. thought people knew it was going to snow and then they would wait till the snow started. Yeah. And then they would get out there and they put their salt down. And or a car would drive through them and another car would be like, I'm going to follow that car's tracks. And then yeah. the, the tracks just deepened until, like, I, I guess I don't know what pre-treating is. Yeah, I mean, they just dump uh, they just dump salt in streaks on the road. You really, In Chicago, like, this is this was I never drove common. in Chicago, yeah, I so, so I didn't pay attention to it. Yeah, it's just like, uh, in anticipation of a major storm, the salt trucks would go out and make streaks, basically, in the street that you would, you know, people would drive on and then it would sort of make the roads wow. a little bit cleaner to begin with. I think they did this in Huntington too. Cause I remember seeing just like salt on the road before it had even started snowing and thinking like, what's going on? And then when I was older, I realized like, oh, it's smart to be proactive about this. Yeah. This, this may be something that at one point I noticed, but at this, I mean, it's been 15 years really since I have lived in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Has yeah. It really been that long? I guess so. I mean, uh, 2007, 2008 was when I left. Okay. A little bit less than 15. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like that too. I, I don't know, man. This is time for getting serious a little bit. I used to love snow and get really, really excited about the snow and playing in it and just sort of the look and the feel of it. I don't know that I will ever feel that way again as long as we live in Texas. Well, if we lived in a very flat subdivision that had close proximity to a grocery store, I could see getting excited about it. Or just anywhere that's not like made of hills like the but street. But for us, it's just like we can't, we know we can't get anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and, and the city is not going to help us with that. No. And so it is. It's kind of like a small dread in a way. It's, it is. It's. It is. Uh, that was one of the more traumatic 
I think experiences yeah. that I have had maybe in my life, not which knowing. is so sad because I, I mean, when you look at it from far away, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, Henry got the opportunity to see like real snow in Texas, like that's yeah. so unique, and he could have gotten this opportunity to like play, but talking about it later with other people it's like well i don't want my kid to go outside and get wet and cold and then come inside and it is also very cold right you know? and also like, yeah, you were eight months pregnant and the roads were un- unnavigable if um, i had done a snow angel i don't know how i would have gotten up yeah i, I don't know basically what it comes down to yeah this is a bummer segment <laughs> wonderful it's just like i i i used to i used to really look forward to it but i think uh that's going to be difficult i think if if we hadn't gotten so much if it had been like a a, a light dusting yeah and it was like a nice like 35 40 degrees yeah that would have been nice delightful uh here's one from kelly who says the ritual of waking up early on saturday mornings to watch the new ted lasso episode while drinking coffee with the love of my life if only there were always new episodes of Ted Lasso. Yeah, that would be that would be that would be nice. Have you talked to anyone that doesn't like Ted Lasso? I don't think so. Can I tell you something? Yeah. We know two people that don't like Ted Lasso. Oh my god. Should I put them on blast? I mean They are listeners of the show. Oh, they are? Leah and Tommy. Oh, don't wow. like Ted Lasso. Oh wow. It it was a real moment. Like my heart stopped when she shared that with me. I there were some things about the second season I didn't like. <laughs> what does that mean? Where does that put me? I, I suggested to Leah that you had filled my my life with optimism and love in a oh, way yeah. that had made me soft and ready to receive Ted Lasso. Yeah, and that maybe she hadn't experienced that softening that I had. Yeah, you know, that's a that's kind of a fucked up thing to say. <laughs> well, I think we all know that you provide like a spirit of of you know enthusiasm, right? But I, that, that that by by the transitive property, that means I'm the softest <laughs> boy man <laughs> that there is in the world. I I don't uh, obviously Ted Lasso's done for the season, but I feel this way very much about um, you know about Bake Off is a nice Friday one that you yeah. just know you've got to, to Survivor. We get excited about yeah sometimes. I think what usually happens around four or five o'clock, Griffin and I both start doing the math of like, what are we going to do after our children are asleep? And usually one of us will turn to the other and be like, we have a show to watch. We do, which is great because we really only have about an hour and a half of conscious time together. (laughs) I can't imagine doing it in the morning, although I I figure that would be really nice. Well, that's because our weekend mornings are just like automatically... A, yeah. a a sprint. I used to I used to feel that way about Lost of like oh, what sure. is the soonest I can watch the episode. Yeah. Um because you don't want to get spoiled. And the, there were certain shows where I felt like should I just stay up until midnight? Ooh. What just, a delicious luxury. I know, I know. Hey, do you wanna can do you want me to steal you away? Please do. Okay, hold my hand. Okay. I'm on a Naruto run and you need to Ooh, it's kinda sticky. Yeah, that's from all the that's from all the bubblegum. <laughs> But I'm on a Naruto run, and I need you to do that with me as I hold your hand. I don't know what that means. Oh, uh, do you want me to show you? You like, uh, you like stand up like this? You run like this. Oh. Yeah, that's called Naruto run. Oh. Now you show me, just so I know that you got it, that you understand it. No, because you'll look down my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Griffin? Yeah. You know it's a shame? What? 
is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? (laughs) It's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. (laughs) Factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, There's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? (laughs) Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With, I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, that I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghost Rider, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people you can, you can sell uh your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain Got a couple Rambo blogs here, and I would love to read this first one to you because it is for Drew, and it is from Bryce, who says, Hey, Drew, bet you weren't expecting a birthday wish from a Jumbotron. Well, surprise and happy birthday. You are my best friend, but don't tell Kyle, and one of the coolest dudes I know. So... I've called upon Time God to cement this birthday (laughs) wish in time forever and use it when I forget to get you a present. Also, let this be the signal to start our podcast. I think they ran out of characters (laughs) right at the midnight hour. Unless podcast is a new thing. Mm. Oh, you're still listening to podcasts? (laughs) (laughs) This one's faster because the T is gone. Also, bad news. Kyle is a dedicated listener to this show. Kyle is one of our most oh, diehard yeah. fans. Yeah, Kyle definitely heard this. So you got a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> Can I read the next one? Oh, yes. It is for David Bear. It is from Ian. To my sweet husband, 
As I am writing this, we have been married a little more than a week, and it has been everything I ever wanted. You are so worthy of all my love and more, and I am so excited to share a life with you and our cat sons. Thank you for putting up with the weird voices I come up with and encouraging me to be an idiot. Love you lots. I tell you, man, that first week, if you can make it through the first (laughs) week of marriage, you can make it through anything. It's so challenging. Griffin and I talk a lot about how people that talk about how hard that first year of marriage is uh, should just should just wait, maybe. Wait just a little bit. Because turns out it does, I think, get harder. Oh no, babe. Um, well, once if you bring in if you bring in spawn, you know, spawn changes it a bit. Or pets. I mean, anytime you are sharing the responsibility of the life of another yeah. being, yeah, you are adding a, a serious complication Plants. to your relationship. <laughs> Who's going to mow the lawn? Right. Yeah. Ugh. Uh-huh. Hey, if you want to get a Jumbotron on the show for the first half of 2022, you need to do that immediately because the the drawing that we are doing to uh, sort of assign, you know, uh, Jumbotron availability to people, it ends this Friday, November 19th. So if you want to enter a drawing for a chance to purchase a Jumbotron on our show, head to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron Drawing. And if your name is drawn, you'll have the option to purchase a personal Jumbotron message for $100. Yes, it is weird. It's a strange way of doing business, but our demand is much higher than our supply here on Wonderful. There's and so, a lot of love in the world. So much. And a lot of people want to express that through a Jumbotron. Exactly. Once again, we're only accepting personal messages at this time, and the air date is estimated, not guaranteed. And if you want more details, visit MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron drawing or email Daniel at MaximumFun.org if you have any further questions. Look, it's a rough world out there, especially lately. I get it. So let's take care of our minds as best we can. I'm John Moe, host of Depression Mode with John Moe. Every week, I talk with comedians, actors, writers, musicians, doctors, therapists, and everyday folks about the obstacles that our world and our brains throw in front of us. Depression, anxiety, traumatic stress, all those mental health challenges that are way more common and more treatable than you might think. The first time I went to therapy, I was so ashamed, and I was like, can't believe I got to go into therapy. Like, I thought I could be a man, and Humphrey Bogart was never in therapy. And then my dad said, yeah, but he smoked a carton of cigarettes a day. Give your mind a break, give yourself a break, and join me for Depression Mode with John Moe. Can I read you another small wonder? Oh, yeah. This is from Amanda. It says, toll highways and express lanes. I will happily pay the fees to not be stuck in traffic. Fellow Austinite forever giving the stink eye to I-35. That is that is a good one. That I is a good I one. I never get on I-35 anymore, by the way. I, yeah, no, no, no reason to. I feel like we, or at least I, have built my whole life around not having to get on I-35. Yeah, I schedule <laughs> every facet of my of my being avoiding that that terrible highway. I do, I do love the express the express lane and the toll road. A hundred percent. Also because it's like a bill that you get in the mail like a month later and you're like, And then you oh, forget yeah. about it and then it's like $65 well, the next month. that only happens to you. I that think. only does happen to me, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel, I don't feel good feelings about the, uh, you know, the collections system for the, the toll road. Because I also used to get bills here in Austin for toll roads that I definitely did not drive on, which was cool. Yeah, that is strange. Yeah, it's not a good good way of doing business but any anytime i see an opportunity to get on a toll road and it's not exorbitantly expensive i'm like hell yeah turbo mode let's go one time i was uh driving basically 
through the East Coast looking for a city to live in uh, when I was looking to move out of Cincinnati. And, you know, I drove up to Boston, I think, to go to PAX up there. And it was a really fun trip. But the highlight of it was when I took the Pennsylvania Turnpike. You ever been on that bad boy? No. It goes from like the coast all the way to Pittsburgh and past it, I think, a little bit. And you can go like 90 miles an hour. And you, it's like 20 <laughs> bucks or something like that. I forget what the, the fee was back then. But it's like, hey, do you want to cross all of Pennsylvania, a long ass state, in like an hour and a half? Get on this get on this turnpike and like hold on for the ride of your life. Wow. Yeah. It was a hoot. Yeah. No, I I am one of those people where I like to keep moving, mm. even if it isn't necessarily getting me there any faster. Like I will look over at the highway and if the highway seems busy, I will take this roundabout way. Yeah. That probably is is not any faster. But you're like a shark but when I, you're in your when you're in your beautiful machine. I do. You can't slow down for a second. Yeah. Fall asleep. By beautiful machine, do you mean my my small to midsize SUV? Yeah. <laughs> it's not particularly It's an uh, older it's an older really, model. They're really of, built for speed. No. One would say. Uh it's built for I mean excitement. And it's got a big back seat. You know what I don't have? What? You know when that like the the trunk thing, the hand like the hands free or whatever, oh, the sure. trunk thing. And I saw that and I was like, oh God, people are just getting lazy. Yeah. And there have been so many times where I wish my car had that. Where the thing would open up because you have a baby in one hand and some Costco shit in the other? Yes. Yes. I, I, I've always liked the one where you kick the fucking back bumper. <laughs> like, yeah! And then the thing opens because the robot's like, ouch, here you go. Ow, <laughs> but I liked it. Here are your groceries. One more fucking lines are so long at Costco. <laughs> One more time, Griffin. It seems like you've had a hard day. Yeah. I will receive your kick. You just go to sell it, and they're like, looks like the bumper is dented in this one extremely specific place. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I get mad at Costco. Oh, right, right, right. We've all been there. Uh, is it your turn or my turn? To I want one I can just headbutt the back of my car and oh, just all the doors open. Your beautiful face, though. Oh, it's tough. It's, t- it's tough. You know that about me. Uh, is it, whose turn is it? My turn. Yes. This is from Abby. My small wonder is little crunchy pieces you put in soup. Soup crunchums, if you will. And I will. Uh, they can be oyster crackers, tortilla chips, bacon bits, sometimes even seeds, depending on the soup. The cold weather calls for soup, but sometimes the meal just feels incomplete without some bite to it. The soup crunchums pull the whole meal together in the best way. Yeah. This, we... is the only, this is the only context in which I... As an adult man, we'll eat Fritos. Did we say that's from Abby? I did, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, Fritos for sure. In any soup. I, have, I love an oyster cracker also. Uh, uh, you know what's weird? I eat oyster crackers raw. By themselves? Raw, yeah. <laughs> raw. I eat raw oyster crackers. <laughs> Instead of marinated the yeah. way typically they are in soup. Are they soup? called oyster crackers because you're supposed to eat them with a, with an oyster? I assumed it was their shape. They're shaped like little shells. I guess so. I don't know, but yeah, a Frito in a, you know, in a chili yeah. or a stew or any kind of soup. Oh my gosh, I want to make chili. I'm going to have to do that this week. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I, you know, what's hard for me is that like for Fritos, for example, yeah, you like sprinkle your little, your little crunchums on top and you'll go and you'll sit down and then you'll be like, oh, I want more crunchums. Yeah. So I've just started like bringing the whole bag with me. And which I like is that a, about you. It's a slippery slope. I like that about you. Yeah. At that point you're eating more Fritos. You're <laughs> yeah. eating Fritos with a side of I soup. I will like finish my soup or chili and then I will still be eating Fritos. Yeah. So that's, that's they go down smooth. I do not know why I don't eat Fritos Except when I'm oh, eating see, I'll soup. Oh, Fritos by myself. Oh, really? In a loaf, in a room. Oh. <laughs> uh, one time, though, we didn't have any Fritos, but we did have a very small bag of chili con carne Fritos. Oh. And I put that in my chili, and it was, that was, don't do that. Was it too much? That's too much chili flavor, folks. Okay, can I read this next one? Yes. This is a really good one, Chelsea. Yeah. When you're in the grocery store produce section and they play a little thunder sound right before they turn on the sprinklers that spray the lettuce, I grin every time. Yes, Chelsea. It's it's beautiful. You feel like you're shopping for parsley one second and then the next second you're transported to the, to the <laughs> fucking rainforest cafe. Oh my gosh, it's so charming. It is. I can't think of anything else that is that is built like that. Of like, a, I'm going to charm you a little bit before I do a necessary function. It's perfect. It is like the pinnacle of functional design too, right? Because if you've got your head in there looking for the best cucumber, <laughs> yeah, you need yeah. a, you need some sort of, if just some klaxon blared like, alert, I forgot <laughs> to start sprinkling. You'd like never go back to that grocery store again. You'd be traumatized if it played like an air raid siren. <laughs> so they just give you a little. You know what would be great also? Like if you have a refrigerator that has an ice machine. Yeah. You know how sometimes like you'll press the ice button and then you'll forget to set it back to the water button. Yeah. And then you're like, oh no, I got ice. I wanted water. If the ice button did a little like. And oh, so, like, yeah. you knew, like, oh, wait, this is going to be ice. I need to change it back to water. Yeah. Ooh, it's cold. It's about to, who's ready to get chilly cold? <laughs> but then what if you try to get ice and it's set on the water setting? You'll be like, ooh, I'm warm. <laughs> I'm warm. I'm hot ice that turned into water. I mean, you could do the thunderstorm again. You know? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. I wish there was a cool grocery store that when it's about to start sprinkling, you just hear. Uh, that was thunderstruck. Okay, I figured that's what it was, but I just thought you would say thunderstruck. I had I saw an opportunity to sing thunderstruck, <laughs> and I went for it. Okay. Uh, one last one. This one's from Mike. Uh, I don't know if they do it everywhere or if this is a Philly Flyers thing, but they have, it is Philadelphia, right? I just filled yeah, that in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but they have mites on ice, M-I-T-E-S, mites on ice at intermission, which is peewee hockey players play on the arena ice at intermission. The crowd gets into it. They cheer. They boo the refs. It's great. They do not do that everywhere. No, 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 no. And I encourage everyone to look up a, a YouTube video of Mites on Ice. I watched one for like 15 minutes today because <laughs> it's exceptional. They do interviews post-game with, oh the, with like the five-year-olds. And like, so you were down by one uh, at the end of the game. And uh, what, what were you thinking at that point? And the kids will just be like, nothing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because that awesome. space in between periods is like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, sure. That's more than enough Plenty time. of time for yeah. some kids to get out there. Now, and usually in St. Louis, they would do some kind of like goofy game where people would push each other and they'd have to like throw their body into the goal or something. That sounds bad. 
I, I mean, just it was want, still entertaining, but it's not nearly adorable enough. It's so good. So good watching these kids play hockey and falling down constantly, <laughs> constantly falling down and just looking like they just go completely limp. Huh. The way a child goes limp when they fall to the ice, it's probably the safest. That's They're probably taught to do that, yeah. to be like safe. But my God, it's incredible. <laughs> so good. Um, okay, we're gonna we're gonna stop there. But please keep sending in your submissions. It's wonderfulpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Bowen and Augustus for these for our theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. Thank you to Maximum Fun for having us on the on the network. It's uh it's a great place to be, to live, for our shows to live. Yeah, and they're always putting out new shows. There's there's always gonna be something new for your eyes. And so if you're like, oh, I've listened to all the wonderful episodes, one, thank you. But two, maybe try something new. Yeah. Um, we got new merch over at MacRoyMerch.com, including some just gorgeous custom dice, pink and sparkly beauties that come yeah. in a little Bureau of Balance bag. Uh, I just got mine in the mail yesterday, and uh, I just can't, I can't stop touching them, you know? Just rolling them around in my hand like some sort of, like, dice king. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to stop now. But it, here's one more host submission. Okay. I'm. I think what is wonderful is all our fans telling us what they like because it feel you know you feel that soul connection. You know what I mean? I'm talking about Derek and <laughs> Natasha. The way you said I think kind of no. Suggested- Rachel doesn't like like Rachel hates that stuff. Like she's like I don't want to hear what you like. No, that's not the true. show about me and my likes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No. No, I love them too. People are like I love getting on my motorcycle and riding, and Rachel will be like. That has nothing to do with super poetry. Get out of here. <laughs> soup or poetry or super poetry. Ooh. That's poetry that you yell. That's my cafe that I'm going to open up. Really loud. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd go to it. Oh, I thought you were saying soup or poetry. Yeah, but it also sounds like super poetry. Yeah. Which is like powerful poetry. The last minute of this show has been absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported You're in the theater The lights go down You're about to get swept up by the characters and all their little details and interpersonal dramas You look at them and think that person is so obviously in love with their best friend Wait, am I in love with my best friend? That character's mom is so overbearing Why doesn't she stand up to her? Oh good God, do I need to stand up to my own mother? We never know when we'll see ourselves in a movie, but that search for recognition is exactly what we're going to talk about on the podcast, Feeling Seen, with me, Jordan Cruciola. Each episode, we'll bring in a guest to talk about the films that they see themselves in and also the ways that movies have fallen short. So join me every Thursday for the Feeling Seen podcast here on Maximum Fun or wherever you find your podcasts. Podcasts.